What is good, Sixers Nation? Welcome on into the show, man. You know what it is. Philly Take with our B number one show, providing the passion for the fans, man, breaking it all down. I'm RB. We are back. You know it, man. Hit that thumbs up. For your boy, we have some things to get into, man. It's been a, what, a week, week and a half, man. Kind of unplugged for a few days. Got away, but yo, I've been keeping up and we have some interesting things to jump into. As always, man, support the show on every platform. Show some love. Shout out to the chat. We got 50 plus in the building, man. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody is doing well on a monday evening man once again we are back appreciate everybody coming through to the show we had some little micro content some little clips out during the break but it was definitely a much needed vacation i'm recharged i'm ready to rock i know it's a slow part of the off season but guess what there's always things to talk about as it relates to philadelphia sports If you want to support the show, drop a super chat. All super chats will be read. Join the channel memberships. I did not forget. I'm in the middle of ordering some things for the giveaways. They are coming very soon. And we're going to be revamping the memberships a little bit. So consider joining the channel memberships, the Fire Take Nation. Follow the Instagram page. Even if you haven't been on YouTube on this channel for a little while, while we were gone, if you are following on Instagram at Philly Take with RB, we're still posting a ton of content over there. Follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take. How's everybody feeling, man? How is everybody feeling? Welcome back. I had to I had to dust off the equipment, man. I had to dust everything off. It's been a little bit, man. But like I said, it was good. It was good to get away a little bit. And uh, yeah, man, we are back. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Let's uh, shout out to some of the members. Shout out to my guy, Seth Rowe, for rejoining the memberships, man. Seth, welcome back. Let's shout some people out in the show. Mr. VA, what's going on? Char, Dante. We have uh, Sports Spot, Speed Demon, Rekka, BLSG, Eshan, Speed Demon. What's up? I missed you too, man. Shout out to everybody in the house. Seth Rowe says, what it? What have you heard about the beard? He looks like Katie all of a sudden. I want to believe it so much. Well, we have some interesting things to jump into regarding James Harden. I promise you that. I promise you that. And, um, you know, I have some I have some things that have been on my mind. They've been bottling up been seeing a lot of things. Like I said, I unplugged from Twitter for a few days, but um, we have some things to get into, man. JDH, what's going on? Appreciate everybody being here. Smoke says the new music is fire. He says, I need October to get here. I feel that. I feel that 100%. I miss the Sixers, man. I miss them. All right, let's get into it. Once again, shout out to everybody in the show. Hit the thumbs up. I promise you guys, you keep supporting. You keep hitting that like button, subscribing, commenting, sharing. There's a little share button down below. You keep sharing this show. We will take this thing to the moon. All right, let's go, man. Let's go. Let me know how how uh, how everything sounds, how everything's going, man. And uh, yeah, man, let's jump into it. So before we uh, get into the whole James Harden thing, that's probably why you're here. You probably saw the title and are like, hey, we're back talking some James Harden. Couple quick things to kind of ease our way back into the show here. First and foremost, I just want to pay tribute to one of the greatest basketball players ever, one of the greatest human beings in the uh, sport of basketball, Bill Russell passed away yesterday. As you can see, here, one of the most impactful athletes in American history. We know all the accolades, 11-time champ, um, one of the greatest Celtics ever. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. Um, very sad, very sad. You know, he had a, had a killer smile. He always had that rough voice about him. He, he always looked happy, man, always looked happy. Um You got to honor the greats, man. You got to pay tribute, rest in peace uh, to one of the greatest big men ever in Bill Russell. All right, just had to get that out. And uh, let's go to something a little bit lighter. Let's go to something a little bit lighter. All right, let's, uh, let's get our minds off that a little bit. 
and um, I was on vacation. And um, <laughs> like I said, I was unplugged for a little bit. All right. I was unplugged. But um, hold on back to that. What, what, what the heck is this? What is going on here with Je- What did I miss being away for, what was it, a week? What, like, what is going on here with Jimmy Butler? What, what is this? <laughs> Kyle, Lowry, Kyle Lowry reportedly uh, commented on this new look. <laughs> and he said, I talked to him on FaceTime. I said, what the, bruh? Come on. Like, what is going on? I, I don't know if, like... What is happening here? I go away for a little bit, man. And, and this is Jimmy Butler now? It's just not your style, bro. <laughs> it's not your look, man. I just, like, I wanted to ease things up a little bit after, after the, the tribute, all right? But come on, Jimmy. You can't do that. Jimmy, what are you doing? Is this a, is this a way to force his way out of Miami? I know I'm pulling strings here, but come on, man. We got to have a little bit of fun. What the heck are you thinking, Jimmy Buckets? What are you thinking, man? If you want to team back up with Joel, if you want to get back to Philly, just say so, man. Come on now. What is this? What is this, man? What is this, man? Seth says, I'm glad you did. Always need it. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. By the way, we will take your phone calls later on in the show. If you want to call in 508-924-3784, we will definitely hit the lines at some point. I want to hear from the consistent callers, man. But all right, what are you doing, Jimmy? What are you doing? All right, now, getting into what we need to talk about. A few things happened while I was gone. A couple uh, serious things, a couple uh, just interesting things. And I've seen a lot of uh, back and forth on Twitter. We will talk about all of that. Shout out to the channel members in here. Seth Rowe, D. Green, what's going on? Let's get into this, okay? So uh, while I was gone, James Harden, officially signed the contract we talked about it uh you know a week and a half ago he had agreed to that contract extension for two years uh with the player option daryl morey commented upon them signing it they're all hanging out james harden's uh inks the line and daryl morey says james harden is one of the greatest players in nba history and is a future hall of famer his mission is to win an nba title And we are thrilled that he will continue that journey here in Philadelphia. In addition to that, James Harden commenting on the whole matter. And uh, this is what I like to hear, man. This is what I like to hear. James Harden says, quote, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to win. And I think we have the pieces to accomplish that goal. From my first day with the Sixers organization, the team and the fans have helped me feel at home here in Philadelphia. There's a bunch of quotes here, you know, uh, Josh Harris, Sixers owner talking about bringing them back and how we want to bring a championship to this city and just a bunch of stats and what he was able to do. We all know that stuff already. So his first career Harden has the eighth most triple doubles in league history with 69. I'm expecting a few more of those this upcoming season and I'm expecting him to look better and be better and feel better and play better and get that chemistry down. And uh, that takes us where we need to go. That takes us where we need to go. Because when I was gone, I go away for one week and we start getting a bunch of footage. That is right. Here is clip one of the James Harden offseason regime. We've been seeing a few other things. We've been seeing videos of him partying with little Uzi and little baby, Travis Scott. We've been seeing him with all the celebrities. We know the life that James lives. He's a rock star, man. He's got all the connections. By the way, if we ever do win, that parade will be nuts with all the rappers flowing down Broad Street. But anyway, this offseason video comes out, and I put a tweet out, and all I said on the tweet was, look out. That's all I said. I replied, I said, look out. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm sitting out in front of a lake, a couple beers deep at least, and, and, and my phone starts blowing up, and, and there's just a bunch of random hate coming at James Harden. I'm not even going to pull it up, but there was just so many comments flooded on one simple reply. All I said was, look out. And you have these people coming through, a lot of them Sixers fans as well, saying, oh, you know, we've seen this for years with Ben Simmons. 
We've seen off-season videos. It doesn't mean anything, blah, 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 blah. Well, first and foremost, okay, I understand this is an off-season workout video, all right? It does mean nothing in essence, but it's good to see. Harden looks slimmer, looks a little more lean, obviously working on things and, you know, getting in his bag here, knocking down shots. I get it. It has to happen in the game, right? But, but for... These Sixers fans and a lot of people, first and foremost, you, you got, let's take a step back, okay? We need to realize as Sixers Nation that with having a player like James Harden, with everything that has gone on in the last couple years, all the storylines, there is going to be a lot of unwarranted hate. I've come to accept that as a Sixers fan, and you just can't do anything about it. But what I will not tolerate are these people trying to compare James Harden to Ben Simmons. You're not comparing apples to apples. Like, what are these people talking about, all right? Do I have to break it down for you? First and foremost, okay, what has Ben Simmons done? And I know what the people are going to say. Well, what has James Harden done? That's true. He hasn't won a championship. But in fact, he has done everything else to this point. And I think he's going to come out more motivated and better. My point being, though, I truly believe that Sixers fans are scarred. They are scarred from the whole Ben Simmons saga that they are are constantly, you know, downplaying certain things that come with an NBA offseason. I mean, what are we talking about? What has Ben Simmons done? And and, and I'm not even just trying to bring him back up, but James Harden is a 10-time All-Star. He's a three-time scoring champion. He's a former league MVP. And you have all these people out here disrespecting them. I mean, go look, follow me on Twitter, man. Again, at RB Philly take, go back to my reply tweet. I think it had like over a thousand interactions and just people talking about, oh, he can't get out of the second round. Oh, you know, we've seen this too many times with Ben Simmons. How are we comparing these two? I, I don't understand. It. I know for a fact you put Ben Simmons off-season videos and James Harden off-season videos side by side, I can guarantee you which one 99% of people will pick. This is what we'll see in the game. I know this will translate. Not a man who won't take a jump shot showing off little uh, mid-range shots and, and deep threes in a gym in LA, okay? I just had to put it out there. I cannot believe the hate, but then again, I have to come back to a realization, and we all do, And it's going to happen this season. It's going to get more and more and more. And we just need to realize that there will be unwarranted hate against James Harden. There already was. This man played half a season. He was playing through it injured as well. Obviously, he didn't play up to par, but he wasn't fully healthy. He didn't feel himself. And look at how they they treated him, man. But as of right now, through the entire offseason, he continues to say the right things. He continues to work. Oh, and another thing. James Harden isn't putting these out himself. It's not like he's putting out an off-season documentary and putting these up on his Instagram story. No, he is he is not doing anything except posting pictures of him partying with celebrities. That's it. And Michael Rubin and Joel Embiid. These are being posted by outside sources, his trainers, etc. So I think these Sixers fans that feel down about James Harden need to really look at the situation as a whole and and think about this, man. Like We need to put our belief in James Harden, man, because he's been close before. Yes, there have been times where he hasn't showed up, but there also have been times where he's looked good. They were close to the finals. We know the whole story in Houston. And now he gets to play with one of the most elite players in the NBA in Joel Embiid. They now have an entire offseason to mesh even more. Tyrese Maxey looks like he can take another step. I think we need to take a chill pill on this because I know this will translate. Another clip from James Harden. Look at him threading the needle. I love it, man. Working on different things. Getting in his bag. Getting in his bag, man. Getting in his bag, man. I I truly believe, as I have mentioned multiple times, that James Harden is motivated, just like Joel Embiid is, to win a championship. In fact, I don't think Joel Embiid cares anymore about the MVP race. I think Joel Embiid is solely focused now on winning a championship. He knows that he probably should have won one. That is behind him. You have to sacrifice those things. 
and take into account the bigger picture. And I think James Harden is doing that, looking at his career, reflecting where he's at. And another thing I constantly talk about, we know he you know, took the player option in his contract, and after this season, with the discount, he can opt out and try to get more. He's going to be motivated. Why? Because there's pressure. If he plays well, he can earn more. He can have a longer career. He can have more money, etc. I think everything in this situation relates to that word, pressure. Joel Embiid has pressure, right? He's never made it past the second round. A majority of the reason is due to health. Can he stay healthy? Another pressure factor, Doc Rivers. Okay, I think Doc Rivers could potentially be on the hot seat this season. Tobias Harris knows that that contract isn't going to last forever. He's got pressure. Tyrese Maxey showed so much in terms of a leap into year two, he's going to be expected to grow even more. Pressure. There is pressure everywhere, and that is what separates winners from guys and teams who are flawed and and can't do that. There is pressure around this team, and, and I like that expectation factor, and I think everybody will come together and they will step up. Will it be enough? I don't know, but I do think that this team will be better in 2022. But what do you guys think about the offseason workout videos, man? We have more to talk about as well. Once again, shout out to everybody in the house. Hit the thumbs up. We have 170 in here, man. Hit the thumbs up. We are officially back. We'll be doing some shows, keeping you up to date. We're trying to bring the coverage from every angle, man. Uh, Subscribe to the show if you're new. We're almost at 24K, man. You guys are incredible. Um, I can't even begin to tell you all the things that we have planned and lined up for this show. Um, By the way, cop some merch. The Yes Sir. We have new merch on the way. Lots coming, man. Lots coming. Shouts to everybody everybody in the house, man. Uh, Call the show, 508-924-3784. We will go to the phone lines. I want to know how you guys feel about James Harden, the whole workout videos, and about people kind of throwing dirt on his name, man. What do you guys think about that? Let me know. Let's go to the phones, man. Let's go to my guy, Shane, in the 609. Shane, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, RV. What's up, Shane? How you doing, man? I'm doing excellent. How you feeling about James Harden, man? Uh, I feel like stop slandering him. If they keep slandering him, you're going to have issues. This man has been bought off for the city, and you're going to do say to him, I ain't going to allow it. No, I ain't going to allow it. That is the attitude I like to hear, Shane. That is what I like to hear, man. Why are they slandering him, man? He's just, he's not even posting these videos. He's out here grinding, man. He's doing cardio. We know Harden can drop 20 pounds in a day if he wants, but he's grinding, man. Come on. And plus, he does something that Ben Simmons can't. Shoot threes. Shoot free through the high efficiency. Stop slandering this man. Exactly. I know he. I look. I know he's going to show up in the game and, and and knock down shots, man. Harden has said the right things. He's been more vocal than a guy like Ben Simmons ever was. He wants to get better. He wants to win the championship. Put the icing on the cake, man. Plus, you know, he's going to feel shallow because he knows back in 2018 he had a chance to win it. And he couldn't, mm-hmm. so he wants to, he, he is motivated. Exactly. And DJ is what I said before. He, James Harden is motivated. There's no way that you don't have a, a motivated Joel Embiid and a Joe Will and James Harden motivated those two. And then Tyree smacked you on top of that. We may win a championship next year. It may just be over. Shane, it is August 1st, and you are pumping me up, my guy. I want to run through a brick wall right now. Let's go, Shane. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Appreciate the call, Shane. My guy, man. Shane's like 14 years old, I believe. That man knows ball. That man knows ball. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, James Harden, as Shane said, will come back motivated. He will be ready to go. And um, I, I, you know, I truly think if James Harden gets healthy, I think a, a healthy Harden, maybe you have to restrict a few things. You know, James Harden, again, doesn't have to be the same guy that he was in Houston. We need a Brooklyn version of Harden pre-injury, right? We need that facilitator, the guy that will make everybody better, that can knock down shots. Maybe one night he can go for 32. Maybe the next night he goes for 15 dimes. That's what we need. 
an efficient James Harden. I don't know about you guys, but I think Tyrese Maxey will take a leap this year. Obviously, it may not look that way in terms of statistics because of how great of a leap he took in year two. But you got to think about the fact that Maxey didn't even play that much consistently in his rookie year. Looked that good in year two. This kid is the first one in the gym every day. Last one out. He works. He grinds. He's 21 turning 22. This kid, the, the sky is the limit, man. And now he's got James Harden to mentor him and teach him every day. He's got Sam Cassell. All right, he's got Joel. I mean, things could be good if these guys stay healthy. That is the biggest factor for me. That is the biggest factor, man. Let's go back to the phones. My guy, Mr. Consistent, Seth M. Rose on the phone line. Seth, what's going on? Yo, what's going on, RB? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you, my guy? Is it is it cool if I call you Mr. Consistent? <laughs> you coming? Hey, uh, you coming? You know consistent me, every show, man. Calling in, I love it. I love it. Oh, bro, you already know how it is, man. I try to support how I can. I, bro, I'll be. You're the I man, like bro. Three new, three new um credit cards. I'm trying to build my credit up lately, so hey. that's why I my shit left. Hey, you're the I'm man, bro. You already know, bro. But um, what about some of the fringe rotation guys? Like Michael Foster, Cassius Winston, um, Queen, that Queen guy. Like, you think any of these guys are really going to be on the roster this year? And possibly, I mean, you know, they ain't going to get playtime with Doc. But you think yeah. there's going to be any of these guys making the roster? I, at this point, no, no, I don't think so. Um, I think it takes a lot for Doc Rivers to really trust a rotational piece. Uh, maybe Queen could sneak in there at the end. Uh, but will they really get playing time? Probably not. Uh, I think Doc's just going to go with what he's comfortable with. And I think that'll be the veteran players, unfortunately, but we'll see if he adapts, you know, pretty much. You're cutting out, bro. You're cutting out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, but I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. My bad. It's my phone. No worries. Um, any chance of Isaiah Joe or Bassey seeing any minutes or not? I mean, I you know you know me, man. I hope I hope Isaiah Joe gets going. I hope he gets some minutes. Uh, Bassey, I don't know. It, it's like he's forced to play him, but then again, will he? You know, or will he go with Paul Reed at the backup five? I don't know if you can do that consistently. I think that uh, makes him very volatile. And I, you know, we might even be in the market for another backup center. Honestly, I I don't think Doc Rivers trusts Charles Bassey. See, man, I don't understand that because the dude. Ball. I mean, yeah. Paul Reed ain't even playing at his natural. I think he's a power four. I mean, everybody says that, but dude, I think he this is. dude would ball at power four. He last definitely year. is. You, if he was just using Bassey, like, even last year, just getting his feet wet, man, before, before the playoffs, even. Yeah. Just so he has some NBA experience against these big guys. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, I agree. And, and I do think Doc will be forced. The hand will be forced to play a guy like Charles Bassey. The question is, how, you know, will he give him consistent minutes? How will he play him? What will Bassey do? Because he was kind of underwhelming. Um, Maury might have to, you know, be on the lookout. But I, you know, I hope some of these guys get minutes. At the same time, they have to prove it in the minutes that they get. Right. Very true. But that's the thing that scares me, though, is that something tells me he just might not play Bassey. Yeah. Joe. It might not play Isaiah Joe again. Like it, it's these dudes' time to shine. At least for Joe Bassey and and Tyrese Maxey, I think. Reed might not be quite ready. I think he's all right, but is he ever going to be some solid bench piece for us? I don't know yet. But I think Bassey, Isaiah Joe, and obviously Tyrus Maxey all can be solid bench pieces for us. Yeah, I agree. Seth, appreciate the call, man. He's exactly right. You know, Sixers got to get better in the depth aspect of it. You know, I'm not going to make comments on it until I see it in action. A lot of people are high on DeAnthony Melton. What will he do, right? Can he take a step up and play a bigger role? He did struggle a little bit in the playoffs with Memphis. What will a guy like Shake Milton do, right? Like Shake Milton needs to step up. We say this over and over. We need quality rotation pieces. Now, if a guy becomes available for trade, I would never put it past Daryl Morey to be interested or, or, you know, at least looking at different things. Um, but Morey's got to make something happen, you know, depending on, on how we look, right? Like, we can't go through the season again with the same bench and the same inconsistent flaws. We can't do that, right? We need guys 
who will show up consistently. And, and I hope Isaiah Joe gets some run. I think he could be, you know, a quality piece in due time if he gets his feet wet. But we know what Doc Rivers does. But that goes back to what I was just saying earlier about the pressure, right? Because if the Sixers start off slow and there are obvious blatant things, for example, last year, there were obvious things like the whole DeAndre Jordan thing. There were obvious things that you and I and, and your brother and your sister, your best friend could have done. If we're not doing those things, if Doc Rivers is not adapting to those things and it's clear as day, you never know what could happen. You never know what could happen. We'll be a decent regular season team. We know that, but we got to get over the hump and we will need a sixth, seventh, and eighth man who are ready to go by playoff time. We can't, we can't start figuring this out like we did last year with five games to go in the regular season. We can't do that. We cannot do that. So we'll see what happens with that, man. We'll see what happens. But um, I hope things get better. I do. And I hope, I really hope, I'm not expecting it, but I do hope that uh, Doc Rivers can tone down the arrogance this year and we can all come together and we can have good vibes about this team. Obviously, the whole thing going on last year, halfway through the season, we were still talking about a trade and, and what's going to happen. I don't even think the players knew what was going to happen. I don't think they were filled in. And I think that there was just a lot of smoke up in the air. But anyway, we got we to you know get better. We got to grind. James Harden is showing that, as I said. You know, I mean, he's he's putting in work. He's putting in work. And once again, for all the people that, uh, you know, are kind of downplaying that, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. The other thing we need to talk about as we transition here, once again, hit that thumbs up. Let's get it to 100 likes, man. Let's get 100 likes. Show some support for the channel if you're in here. I know a lot of people probably don't, you know, even watch the show. They probably just listen to it or something or, or on the second time around. But show some love to the channel, man. Appreciate you guys being here. Let's talk about what also happened while I was away. And that is this ESPN sources per Woj, the NBA has opened an investigation into the Philadelphia 76ers for possible tampering and early contract or early contacts centered on franchises, summer free agency class of James Harden, PJ Tucker and Daniel house. The Sixers have begun cooperating with the league on probe story soon. Right off the bat, I saw this and I was just, you know, I expected it, but I'm also just sitting here like, come on, man. Also, at one point today, the news came out that the Knicks are also being investigated for the whole Jalen Brunson signing, which they honestly already agreed to probably three to four weeks in advance of the opening of free agency. Um, but for the Philadelphia 76ers, and just in general, we touched on this before. It makes no sense. Tell me how this makes sense. You have, you know, teams coming out, and you have reporters coming out weeks before the free agency opens, talking about, oh, this player is uh, likely, is rumored to go to one of these two teams. You, this team is in discussions, talks with this player. You have all of this information coming out from the inside sources weeks before the free agency, yet the Philadelphia 76ers get investigated for tampering. What is tampering? Like, what is it? What is the concrete uh, tampering rules that exist nowadays? Because for years, teams have been going against them. If you want to truly implement this, you need to shut down any other outside communication leading up to free agency. Now, of course, you know, when free agency hits, it's a crazy day. There are a lot of signings that happen, you know, boom, boom, boom. These guys like Woj and Shams are tweeting out a bunch of things saved in their drafts. They already know that these deals are going to happen. There's no way that they can tweet out six signings at one time. They know what's going to happen. But the thing about it to me is, why do the Sixers always get targeted? There's always something, man. And, and in terms of this whole James Harden thing, there's more on this story. Woj, he says that the NBA is expected to pursue circumstances surrounding Harden declining a $47 million option 
to sign a one-in-one deal that cut salary to 33 mil and gave the team more flexibility to sign Tucker and Daniel House. Some have wondered if another deal was already in place for the future, which is against CBA rules. Let me tell you something, man. If the NBA truly wants to investigate a man declining a player option to take less money, what are we even doing here? What is team basketball anymore? What, like, what is this? This man took a pay cut and bet on himself, not only to motivate himself, but to help the team out and help us get better, especially with a team that is in a tough you know, situation. And the NBA wants to investigate whether James Harden took a pay cut because we already knew deals were in place. I mean, yeah, these guys talk. They communicate, right? Of course, James Harden was calling up his buddy, P.J. Tucker. Of course, he was calling up an old rocket, Daniel House, saying, yo, come join us in Philly, man. You'd be a perfect piece. We need you. We need you, uh, you know, what you can bring to the table. I mean, it's really not rocket science. But then again, my thing is, if you're going to investigate the Sixers, you have to investigate all the other teams. We heard about Jalen Brunson now. Go investigate every other team. Every other one of those signings that happened on the day of free agency, I think it was, what, 4 o'clock, 3, 4 o'clock? Every single free agency that came out on that day, I would like to be investigated if they're going to investigate the Sixers. And, you know, we saw this last year with Kyle Lowry, with Lonzo Ball. What, they took away a second-round pick. Do I really care about that? No. Obviously, you want to keep your picks. You want to get players. The Sixers are already limited in that aspect. But it just doesn't make sense. The NBA needs to, um, in my opinion, come together and make the rules more concrete and limit all the outside noise so that we can truly have, you know, a, a start of the free agency period, right? We have the moratorium, but, you know, for those days, like, things are going on. Discussions are being had. Discussions are being had. So, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. The Sixers might get nabbed of a pick. That's what I would probably expect to happen. I mean, they're going to, you know, they're probably going to come up with something. But then again, they should probably do that for the Knicks and whatever other free agent signings happen. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, in fact, DeAndre Jordan, of all people, was the first announced signing of the free agency. He was signed like two seconds into the start of it. They tweeted out Denver Nuggets signing center DeAndre Jordan to a one-year deal. In that case, Denver should be investigated. You see what I mean? It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really make sense. This happens every year. There are a lot of things like this. I get it. The whole CBA, that'll end up being redone soon. I think it's up in, what, a year or two? Um, but yeah, man, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But other than that, man, things have been quiet on, on the fronts for now. Uh, we'll be doing a show later this week talking about the whole Tyrese Maxey thing. Uh, there's been things coming out about him as well. Um, but just in terms of today, you know, like just, just seeing what James Harden is saying, seeing what he's doing. Like I said before, I, I truly believe that this team will be better. We might still need to add something. We obviously we're hard capped. You know, we might have to get creative. We might have to find some gems this year, but that's where, you know, things come into handy. Right. Like you, you know, we come to training camp. Everybody is fair game. Everybody is fair game. And as we get closer, you know, we will talk about which players might make the roster. We, I mean, we already talked about that a week or two ago, but we'll, as we get more information, as we hear different things, when training camp comes, that'll be a whole different story. It seems like Joel Embiid has been enjoying his life. I've seen things of Joel Embiid, you know, out in different countries and, you know, even supporting James Harden. He went to his uh, his wine event, his opening event in L.A. I mean, these are things we never saw between Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Let's just keep it honest. They didn't really have much of a relationship off the court. We constantly, you know, tried to look for ways that they could come together, right? I remember the whole, you know, they're sleeping uh, as roommates now, right? Remember that whole thing? you know, where uh, Ben Simmons had moved in, I think, with Joel Embiid, and we were talking about that, like maybe that will get them more together. But Simmons was never vocal. Embiid never called him out on anything until the end. 
And it just seems like there's more of a natural relationship going on between these two. It really does. Um, and it's good. It's good. Joel Embiid realizes this is the perfect compliment for him. And James Harden realizes that he finally gets to play with another elite player, another big man like this. So, I mean, personally, I feel that, uh, I feel that they're motivated. I especially think Harden's motivated because he wants to get away all the naysayers. He wants to, to shut down all of the hate that he has been getting regarding his game, his shape, what he can and can't do, his leadership. All this stuff is coming into play. And I think that James Harden uh, is doing what he can this offseason to get his body right. I hope he is. I really hope he is. Call the show 508-924-3784. We're breaking it all down as always. Let's go back to, uh, to what he said. You know, again, he said, for my first day with the organization, the team and the fans helped me feel at home. Is James Harding going to stay here past a year, past two years? Is he going to do that? I don't know. I think his goal this year, obviously, one is to be in the best position for himself to try to go out here and win. I think he realizes this is a team kind of mirroring what he had years ago in Houston. He's now looking, obviously the whole superstar collaboration did not work in Brooklyn, but now I think he's sitting back saying like, yo, this could be one of my last real chances to go out here and win a championship, right? We talked about James Harden, Joel Embiid a week ago. We talked about the fact that you know, this could be, I truly believe it is, their best shot together to win a championship. You go out and you make renovations. Tyrese Maxey is still here, and he's only going to get better. Tobias Harris can still contribute. And you add shooting, and you add toughness, and you add other guys to the mix. You add winners like P.J. Tucker. I think the Sixers, man, you know, have to come out focused. They have to come out with their butts on fire, man. They have to be ready to go. They have to be locked in. We can't have that period that we usually have in the beginning of the year where we're trying to figure things out. They need to come out confident. They need to come out ready to go. Harden needs to know where Embiid's going to be on the floor at all times. Embiid needs to have that connection with Maxi. Maxi with Harden. I mean, you, you think about what this offense could look like. What could this offense be in 2022 and 2023? I mean, you have these guys, man. You can run double uh, screens. You can run both of your ball handlers in pick-and-roll action. Both can be lethal threats against any defense. And then you have Joel Embiid on the tail end of it. You can spot up any of these guys. Joel Embiid, for crying out loud, can handle the ball. Tobias Harris is going to have to, again, find ways to contribute, knock down shots. If Harden can improve his jump shot as well, especially off the catch-and-shoot, I mean, this could be uh, this could be something, man. It could. But they have to be ready to go. Harden needs to be great. Embiid needs to be great. I think Maxie's going to keep stepping up to be great. And uh, it's going to be interesting, man. It really is. It really is. Seth Rowe in the chat says, we got to know by the All-Star break exactly what the team is and what the rotations are. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. We need to know what this team is, the identity of this team. For once, I feel like we can finally figure that out. I feel like we can finally figure that out early in the season because that's what championships do, right? They, they have that poise. They have that chemistry, and they figure it out early on. They figure it out early on, and they just add as the season goes. You got to have that culture. You got to have everybody buying in. Doc Rivers needs to get a hold of this locker room. Because I'll be honest with you, if we get halfway through the season and we are going through the same exact things we did last year with the with the comments and 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 the guys being, you know, taken out of it a little bit and the inconsistency and one game you're seeing Maxi go for 30 and the next game he's non-existent. We can't have those things. You have to have this level of expectation. You have to have this level of expertise. And you have to be ready to rock and fire on all cylinders early on. And that's how I feel about it, man. That's how I feel about it. 
Acquired by the Sixers as part of a five-player trade with the Nets, Harden averaged 22 points, 7.7 rebounds, 10.3 assists, 1.3 steals, and 37 minutes in 65 games played between Brooklyn and Philadelphia. Philly's starting lineups feature a league-best 20.2 net rating after Harden's arrival to the team, and we only got better. We only got better. We got a dog in P.J. Tucker. I think people are truly sleeping on P.J. Tucker. I do. I think people are truly sleeping on P.J. Tucker and the impact that he's going to have on this team. That's a guy that we've needed for a while. Now, look, I hope that P.J. Tucker can still knock down shots. We've seen athletes before come to Philadelphia and, you know, it just doesn't go well. I hope he's the same P.J. Tucker. If we get that same version of P.J. Tucker, this team, this starting five is going to be really, really good. They're going to be really, really good, man. They're going to be really good. And I hope they are. Speed Demon says everybody's sleeping on DeAnthony Melton. He is a dog. Yeah, man. We need Melton to come out and play consistent quality minutes. Be able to knock down shots, be a defender, pick some of the passing lanes. I talked about this with uh, with DJ before I left on vacation. You know, we haven't even mentioned Matisse Thibel. Like, if if Thibel can at least just give us a little something on the offensive side of the ball, Thibel can be a rotational piece, but we need to see that. We are at the point of we are trying to contend. We are trying to get over the hump. We are trying to win. And we just can't have question marks. We can't have ifs. We can't have ifs. We got to have guys that are ready to go. Ready to rock day one. And continue to get better. Together. So. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think think there will be some high expectations. The way that I feel about it in the general sense. uh, I don't think anybody will be picking us to, you know, win the East or anything like that. But I think we'll be in the mix, and I think everything rides upon the health of James Harden and Joel Embiid. That's what it comes down to. If those two can stay healthy late in the season, get us to the playoffs, and Harden can show some resemblance of what he did before, I think this team is one of the best, and I think they're up there with anybody. I really do. So that's kind of how I'm feeling about it, man. Classes, thanks for the Sixers content. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys for uh, for being here. Tuning into the show, calling in. Shout out to all the consistent callers. I know it's a dry time right now. A lot of the Sixers nation's probably out on the beach. Probably not plugged in. There's not much going on, but that's what we do here, man. We break it all down. We break it all down from every angle. We talk. We discuss. And, um, you know. I just think that uh, I think this is the year where we need to take that step. We need to get past the second round. What do you guys think? I, I think we need to get past the second round. I don't think there's any more excuses. You have to get past the second round or else major changes could be made. You have to get there. You have to get over that threshold. You have to get there. I'm looking at the Eastern Conference. I'm seeing a couple teams making moves, but honestly, you know, a lot of teams are, are not doing much. They're staying similar to what they were or even slipping a little bit. I don't see the East as strong as what a lot of people make it out to be. I think Boston will be up there for sure. I think Milwaukee is a team you always have to put up there, especially with a guy like Giannis. But other than that, who else? There's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of question marks. The Atlanta Hawks, new pieces, new faces, young guys. The Miami Heat lost a major component in P.J. Tucker. They're talking about Kyle Lowry getting into shape. Well, he didn't look that good. He was overweight. He didn't, he didn't play that well. Have the Miami Heat reached their peak with, with the core that they have? Who else? Who else? I mean, all the rest of these teams, the Chicago Bulls, they'll be... A solid regular season team. Will they get over the hump? I don't know. I don't know if Levine and DeMar DeRozan have proved that they can do that. Vucevic didn't really work out that well. I just don't see much of a power threat other than Boston and Milwaukee. And I think the Sixers fully healthy can compete 
with either one of those teams. And that's how I truly feel. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Call into the show, 508-924-3784. As always, we're taking your calls. Be sure to follow the Instagram page as well, at Philly Take with RB. Follow me on Twitter, at RB Philly Take. The ones that support the shows, man. The, the Sixers nation that's in here right now. I know you guys are diehard fans, man. The ones that are dragging through this tough time. Let's be honest. It is a slow time in sports, man. I mean, I, t- I mean, it was the perfect time to go on a vacation. If you're If you're going on vacation, go now, because... What are we missing? What are we missing, you know? The Phillies are on right now. The trade deadline is is coming up tomorrow, obviously. Who knows if they're going to do anything? I hope they do, but who knows, right? The Philadelphia Eagles are in training camp right now, but, you know, there there's not much. Uh, I mean, there's talk, but it, it's really the same thing on the quarterback position and all that stuff. Uh, and the Sixers, you know, there's not much going on in the NBA. Right now is a very dry time. But I'm just here trying to bring the best coverage possible. I'm trying to analyze what we see, talk about this team. And uh, yeah, man, all we can do is go off what we see right now in the moment. And I think that this has been a positive offseason. And that's where I leave it, man. That's where I leave it. But um, yeah, man, what do you guys what do you guys think about uh about these workout videos, man? I think Harden is motivated. I think he's trying to get in the groove. I think Maxie's gonna make a household name for himself this year if he hasn't already. And uh yeah, I, I just I don't know. I feel like we went out with a sour taste in our mouth. I feel like Joel and B getting injured and just that the way that, that whole thing played out, it just wasn't it didn't settle right, you know? I think this is the year. I think this is the year we have to get over the hump. So. Nick says the Bucks and the Celtics are really good. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, Sixers would have to be fully healthy. Things would have to be clicking on all cylinders. Where I'm concerned right now a little bit. One is the coach. What will he do? How will he adapt? And two is the bench pieces that have been shaky over the years. That's where my concerns are. And the backup center position. Like, what will we do? We need to figure it out. But there is a lot of time to, uh, to address that. But yeah, man, we got we to figure these things out. We got to figure these things out. Um, and we got to stay healthy, man. If we are healthy, this team, I mean, you could make that argument the last however many years. If this team is healthy, who knows how far we could go. But other than that, man, that's pretty much uh, all I got today. Just wanted to come on, get back into the groove of things, and talk about James Harden. Once again, I'll reiterate, I feel that people are sleeping on Harden. I feel like he's getting a lot of unwarranted disrespect. And the reason I say that is not because he could have done better, etc. It's because Sixers fans are scarred from what has happened, and I get it. We're impatient. We want to win. We want to get there. But... Now we have an actual core that going into into an NBA season, I can realistically sit here and and think and say, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not like a couple years ago where we acquired Jimmy Butler and Tobias, you know, midway through the season and we had to figure it out. No, it's not like we acquired James Harden, you know, midseason. No, we have a full training camp to try to work this out, to try to get through it and and learn each other's tendencies and get better. So I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think we have a reason to be optimistic right now, but for sure, everything has to come together and we'll see if, if these guys truly are about the business. We'll see if Harden will put his money where his mouth is. We'll see if Harden is going all in. I mean, he's got to be in shape come season time. So that's what I hope for, man. And I think Max is going to be really good, like I said. Speed Demon says the best team wins the finals. I agree with that. 
Eric says, I'm intrigued with Harden's health, Maxie's growth, and Embiid's motivation. Would have liked to have seen Maury bring Andre Drummond back. He was a big part of MVP's screwed season. I agree. Um, Drummond got signed very cheap, a guy I would have liked to have back. I think he wanted to be here in Philly. I think he enjoyed uh, the atmosphere. And, um, yeah, man, I, I think that Andre Drummond uh, would have been a great piece to bring back. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he settled for as low as he did. I thought that Andre Drummond would have gotten more money. And then he goes to the Chicago Bulls, who obviously have the question mark with Vooch, but Drummond's essentially, you know, he's going to be a backup again. So, very interesting. But I'm sure we will figure it out and see what happens as we go along. But once again, shout out to everybody for coming through to the show tonight. If you were in here the whole time, drop a thumbs up, man. That's all we got today. Subscribe to the show. Follow us on all platforms. We will be back chopping it up, doing our thing as always, man. Shouts to everybody in the house. Billy Take with RB. I'm RB, man. Let's go. Things will heat up soon. And we will continue to break it all down as we always do. But it's good to be back. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday and a great week. Shouts to all the callers, man. Everybody supporting the channel. We'll be back, man. You guys have a great one. Peace.